Welcome to Winning the Culture War with Cody Leibold. This podcast is designed to help you become extraordinarily skilled in communication, especially if you're a Christian and a culture warrior. I want you to be a loud advocate of truth in whatever sphere you're able to have impact. We're opening the podcast with a seven-part series. It's called Online Strategies to Change the World. We're looking at how to create a platform, attract an audience, and to get paid to make it grow. Let's dive right in. How do you attract an audience for your platform? That's the question today. To create an online platform, it's like you're planning a feast. You could do a great job creating the feast, but what's the point if nobody shows up? So this episode will cover two of the main pieces that you're going to need, and then in the following episode we'll continue because there's five pieces altogether. These are pieces that you need to put into place to attract an audience to that platform. In short, you're going to need the following five things. This will give you a preview of where we're going. You'll need good content. You'll need good systems. Those are our focus points for today. And then in the future episodes, we're going to look at good networking, analytics, and also how to set up a funnel that leads to an offer. So compared to the previous material that you've seen in this podcast, this is going to be a workshop today. I'm not just going to explain the concepts. I'm also going to walk you through the steps that you could use to design your own platform. So you could go two ways with the presentation. If you just want to listen through the material one time, get the idea overall of what goes into this, that'd be great. But also, if you want to treat it like a workshop, I'd recommend listen to it a second time. And the second time you do it, pause the episode at different points and make notes about how you're going to apply these ideas to your own platform so that you can apply that as soon as you're done listening. Let's start with good content. This is the key piece of how you can grow your audience. You must have good content. Your best marketing move is to make something that people want. It needs to be something that they're going to be looking for, that they're going to tell other people about. If your material is outstanding, then you will tend to keep making new committed fans rather than just having people read something and leave and then never come back. As you're probably aware, there are many books about what it takes to write a good book. There are many podcasts and videos about how to make good podcasts and videos. I'm going to leave it to you to discover a lot of that on your own. But for now, here are a couple of ideas about how you can get started thinking about what makes for good content. We're going to focus for a bit on identifying the person that your content is for. But there is a step before that that many people skip. Don't skip this. To get absolutely clear on what it is that you're trying to do with your platform, you need to look not externally, but internally. What are the factors that motivated you to start this platform in the first place? What experience did you have? in the past of something that was a major pain point for you? What caused you pain enough that now you know how to solve it, you're trying to help other people by offering them a solution? When you know exactly what your own motivation is, and you trace it back to some pain that you've experienced, then you're going to know why you created the project, and you're going to know what shape the project needs to take, what needs to be included and excluded. So ask yourself that question, what made you want to do this? What pain point are you solving or helping people avoid? That is the key to understanding your own passion. And it's the key to getting this project what you want it to really be. Once you've done that step, next you're going to be ready to identify the person that you're creating the content for. Identify the transformation that you're creating for somebody. What problem are you helping them overcome? And make it specific. Businesses solve problems. If you want clear communication, if you want to attract people, you need to be able to say, here's the problem, here's how I solve it. Make sure this is not something that's ineffable, something that's vague or general. It has to be something that they can picture. If you could see it with your eyes, you could see there's a problem and there's a solution. So for example, I'm standing there and I have a headache and I need aspirin, and that will make the headache go away. 
or I need to impress my coworkers and I need to be able to get around. And so this new car would be a huge upgrade from the one that I've got. Something that you can see, something that you can imagine how it's going to feel. That's the way that you talk about the problem and the solution that you're offering people. Now, when you're in the realm of ideas, if you're a culture warrior, to do that is going to take some work because ideas are naturally not something that you just can visualize. But let's say you're a culture warrior and you are an advocate of private schools. Then start painting a picture of the problem of public schools. Imagine a child slumped in a chair. He's not being engaged by public school. When he is engaged, he's being taught things that he shouldn't be taught. Name it. And then explain to people the value. Paint a picture of the situation that you are advocating and how you solve their problem. So, you know, if you're doing culture war stuff, if you're doing stuff about ideas, maybe what you're helping other people do is understand some problem in the political sphere or in churches. Or maybe what you're helping them is to gain a new skill. But you cannot just open it up and say, hey, I want you to gain this new skill or hey, I want you to understand this problem. Because that fails to answer an important question. Why? Why would they want to learn that skill? Why would they want to understand this idea? How is that going to solve a problem for them? Always bring it back to the problem. Look, people need X outcome externally, like getting a job or knowing how to raise their kids wisely. Think in terms of what's practical and visible. Perhaps your listener's needing motivation. Maybe he's needing encouragement and you give that. Well, then talk about getting out of bed feeling great rather than let's have motivation. No, no, no. Get out of bed. See, that's something that you can actually visualize and you can't help but visualize it when you think of those words. Some of you, you're going to focus on entertaining people. In fact, you probably should to some degree if you're doing an online platform. Make your material entertaining, but maybe that's part of the problem you solve is, hey, you're feeling like there's just a little bit of a gloom. I'm here to lighten up your day and here's how I'm going to do it. Show it. Identify the problem and then go about solving it for your listener. I want to make a note about originality. Just about everybody that I talk to that has a desire to have an online platform has this question, how do I stand out from the crowd? Everybody worries about this. You know, I'm going to cover the same ground that everybody else has already covered. How do I provide something that's uniquely valuable? I want you to know this. It's not that big of a deal. It's not the big a deal that people make of it. Your own voice, your own approach, the kinds of things that you decide to talk about and how you talk about them, that's going to be so unique to you that you cannot help being unique. There are going to be some people that need to hear the answer to the problem that you're addressing from you because you're going to talk about it in the way that addresses them and they need to hear it from you. They might have heard it from somebody else and it wouldn't have impressed them. There's something about the way you think about it that's going to be distinct to you. Online tools and marketing allow you to take advantage of the fact that there are going to be certain people attracting more to you and certain people less. That's okay. So be yourself, be unique, bring value, and as long as you are actually doing the work, as long as you imagined what your problem was and you solved it, as long as you are talking to specific people you have in mind in your audience and you're focusing on benefiting those people, then your content is going to be valuable and the uniqueness is going to take care of itself. The key is to think about questions that the people in your audience are actually asking, problems they're actually having and wanting to know the answers to, that they're actually aware of. Address those problems. You can think of specific people. You can ask them what topics would you like to know more about? Or if you want to, you can just imagine what kind of questions they might be asking. 
So you could do this as an exercise right now. Create a list of just three people that you would like to have as your ideal fans, and then create a short list of, say, five topics that you probably want to address in the first handful of the content pieces that you're going to put out, like a blog article or video or something. So think about what you could say that those three people that you imagined would actually find helpful. That's your standard. That's how you get started. And once you've done that, you are through the hardest part of online marketing. This episode is brought to you in part by the Quick Win Workshop, where you will find essential training plus a personalized roadmap to grow your audience. Your message matters. The Quick Win Workshop is designed to bring you the knowledge to grow your online platform and eliminate common mistakes to help you create a strong foundation in the right order that will take you to true success for getting your message out. We're so excited about what you are going to get in this workshop. It's going to include a personalized, tailor-made roadmap designed to grow your audience, designed by myself for you. Self-paced essential training, ongoing access to myself and other subject area experts, and membership in a private community of high-achieving practitioners. The Quick Win Workshop is created to bring you the change you're looking for. If you're someone who already has a big idea, a huge passion, and a strong commitment, but you're in need of a clear plan created for you with someone who has been there before, this is for you. You will find each of the specific strategies and tools that you need, but you'll get something more. In our complimentary one-on-one call, I will personally walk you through the simple steps that almost everyone misses early on that form the essential foundation for your platform growth. To join the Quick Win Workshop, go to CodyLibel.media. We're looking at how you can create the kind of great content that is going to attract an audience. The following steps are going to help you get into the habit of being a content creator. Take 20 minutes and brainstorm a super basic plan of attack for each of the following details about how you're going to approach the task of creating your content pieces. Get a clear idea of what your brand message is. That's the first thing. What is your brand message? You know, we just brainstormed the pain that you're trying to solve, the problem that you're trying to solve, and how you do it. We brainstorm the person you're talking to and the questions they're asking. You're in the position now to do this. What is your brand message overall if you had a one-liner? So you need to make some high-level decisions. Your project, for example, your blog or YouTube channel or whatever it is, the podcast that you make, it's going to need to have a title. So decide the title. Don't overthink it. Find something that is memorable. Find something that if you thought of it and wrote it down a day later, you could remember it. That's a good test. And then come up with some visual identity for this material that you're creating. You might need a logo or profile pictures. And then write down a summary of the purpose of your project. You just need a couple of introductory sentences, something that you could put at the welcome section, the about section. It's short. It tells people who this project is for and what it will do for them. This last piece is really important because it's going to make it really obvious to the people that are discovering your material. Hey, is this the kind of thing that I'd want to pay attention to? So whatever you need to say, Say it right at the beginning to clue in your potential fan. This is what you can expect. This is for you. Make a promise. And think carefully about that. Like when you start out a podcast or an article, make a promise right at the beginning. This is what you're going to get here. If you do that, it's such a good practice because first of all, it motivates the listener. But second, it's going to hold you accountable to create some structure. It's going to hold you accountable to deliver something and keep you on track about what to include and not get too scattered. I want to make a note here. If you make a promise in regard to your overall project, to your podcast or your video channel, hey, this is what you get at my channel. That's great. But then also narrow it down. So in this particular episode, this is what you're going to get. Every episode should have a promise. This article or this episode is for people who are wanting to get to the bottom of X. You're going to get that in the form of A, B, and C, and you're going to get it today. Let's get started. And then you deliver on your promise. And that practice is going to assure that you provide motivation and that you stay focused. 
There's a ton more that you need to know about how to create good content, and most of it goes outside of what we're going to cover in this short series of episodes. But you can benefit from doing some Google searches related to how to create good content. You know, there are books, there are a lot of articles. If you're looking for inspiration, you might just Google search how to pick great topics for my writing. So for this, Google and YouTube are going to be very helpful. They'll also teach you a lot of skills related to the quality of your production values. So you might consider when you're formatting your articles, how should they look on the internet? How should you use the headers? How should you use images? If you're dealing with audio quality or voice quality or the quality of your overall delivery and presentation, or perhaps the video lighting or your video personality and presence or editing the videos, all these different things you can delve into. You're able to learn this. But that's going to go beyond the scope of what we look at in this episode. Those topics are specialized and they're going to go outside of the bounds of what we're talking about here because remember, we're trying to give you an overall idea of how online marketing works. So let's move forward. A call to action. Too many churches in America are lacking in discernment. Do you find yourself wishing that you could help? Do you have a love for the Bible and a desire to write and edify the church? We hear every day from people who want to make a difference, but who don't know how to get started. To answer this need, we created Writers Write the 5-Day Challenge. This mini-course will jumpstart your goals by showing you how to write and communicate in a way that will have people saying, I care about that. Right now, our listeners can get Writers Write the 5-Day Challenge at a special 25% discount. Get your message in front of people who will actually read it. Don't miss out on this special deal. Go to christianintellectual.com slash writers to get your 25% discount today. That's christianintellectual.com slash writers. Let's move into the next major piece of the puzzle. After figuring out good content, at least conceptualizing it, the next thing to conceptualize is good systems. So the previous step was about getting your content what it needs to be overall, but in this step you're establishing your system each week for what you actually have to do to get that content created. So in this step, you write out a short description of what is your plan for how you're going to go about creating regular content. So we'll call it a content creation plan. And this should be a folder on your desktop, content creation plan folder. So in this folder, I recommend including these four things to start with. The first thing is you need a topic idea file. Second thing is you'll need a publication schedule. It's just a document that says I will publish these things. Third thing is you'll need some content templates. And fourth is a workflow documentation. So let's look at each of these in a bit of detail. The first one is a topic idea file. It's just a document, or it could be a folder, but it could just be a Word document. And it collects various prompts, various topics as you come up with them. Throughout the day, you'll start thinking differently. You're going to actually start imagining, oh, this could be an article. And you need a place to store those. To get this file started, I recommend do a quick brainstorm. Just collect five, six, seven, eight ideas, problems that you want to solve for your listener and that you think that you could do in a single article or content piece. And then later you will have a place to add ideas. It's going to be helpful if you can frame your topics in terms of solving specific problems for your reader, remember. So start with some question or some concern or start with the desire of the reader. Hey, you want this and then speak directly to that. Use the word you in your content. You're looking for this? Well, here's how you do it. Keep in mind that people are interested to know what they're going to gain from your content. Make sure it's obvious right away from the title, from the opening of the material, that people are going to be getting something. So you might open by saying how to get X. If you're wanting this, this episode is going to show you how. As you come up with topic ideas, be on the lookout for ways to solve your reader's main problems. What concerns are on their mind as relates to the overall set of topics that you've chosen to orient your platform around? Don't be afraid of making material that is too basic or introductory. 
people at various levels of learning can all benefit from and enjoy a presentation that breaks down a complex topic and that provides a framework for understanding it. Some of your listeners may be learning it for the first time. Some may be wanting to solidify their understanding or even learn a framework for teaching it to others. Two, a publication schedule. This is another document that should go in your content creation plan. So the publication schedule is just a list of content pieces day by day. So on this day, I intend to publish this topic on this day, this topic, and it's good if it can go a few weeks in advance. That's going to help you with your consistency. It also is beneficial when you're planning because if you just start and you say, I want to write one content piece, it's difficult to know what should be included versus excluded. But if you create them in a little suite of say five or 10 articles, you can say, I want to cover this entire ground. Let's break it up into these five or 10 pieces. So if you batch out your planning, that will make you way more efficient and it'll make it so that your content actually creates a better direction for the listener. It's going to keep you clear on what to do each week as you go and you say, okay, well, I scheduled that this is the time when I need to talk about this topic. So this will help you not second guess about your choices. That's called batching and it will help you deliver your very best on whatever topic it is. Three, content templates, another file that needs to go in your folder. So you're doing a podcast or a video channel or articles and you realize that every piece of content you make is going to have some thing at the beginning that orients people to what you're going to say, how to subscribe. It's going to have something at the end that says, here's an action point. So you might want to just write that out and say, here's the template for how I'm going to do that. You also might be using a template for the sequence of your overall material. You notice on a YouTube video, it'll give you a quick blurb and then it'll show the introduction. It'll show the logo of your channel maybe. And then it'll say, hi, I'm so-and-so. Let's jump right into the content. So using things like that, Oh, and then they'll say, don't forget to click the bell, those kinds of things. If you're doing articles, you might also end up doing something like following some templates for the outline of your written article. So you might have introduction, point one, two, three, conclusion. That's a common framework. You might you do this framework where you have an introduction and then a relevant background information or story, and then some main content that delivers the point, and then a call to action. That's a template that a lot of blogs use. Another way to do a presentation is used by pastors a lot. It's called hook, book, look, took. You can look up that one and see how to use it. And then there's two more frameworks I want you to know about, but these are not the only ones. I mean, there's there's tons. There's problem solution, there's cause and effect, all these different things that you could use as you're ordering your material. But Ray Edwards has this great one called the pastor framework. Pastor stands for problem, amplify the problem, offer a story and a solution, talk about a transformation or a testimony of some kind, and then give your offer. This is what you need to do. And then call for them to respond to that offer. So response, P-A-S-T-O-R. You can look that up. Look up Ray Edwards' pastor framework. And the last one is Don Miller's story brand framework. This one is you approach telling people about what you want to tell them by thinking first in your own mind, who am I talking about? I need to imagine uh, that there is a character here that has a problem. He's going to meet a guide. That guide is going to understand that person's fears and going to give them a plan that's going to call them to action. It's going to lead to either failure or success. And if they succeed, that's going to transform their identity. This is a brainstorm that you use like a pre-brainstorm. So you imagine through the answers to each of these things, and then that will help you decide what goes into your messaging. So those are different templates that you should know about. You might want to have a folder of those, and that way you can refer to them as you go creating your content. It will save you a ton of time. It'll keep your thoughts clear as you're creating the content. There is nothing worse than you start reading an article and you realize that the author did not have an outline mentally, and they definitely did not have a, an outline written out on paper, and therefore they're just changing directions left and right, and you can't tell why they're saying what they're saying or why the order 
And that's really what a template lets you do is it lets you decide what material needs to be included and in what order so that the reader can get it right the first time and you're not putting a huge demand on them. And the last piece that you need to include in that folder is workflow documentation. So this is another documentation thing, but this time it's for the sequence of what you have to do. That would be you're coming up with your article concept and then you decide what the outline is within the article. And then you decide what your headings will be, what your main title will be, your image. You post it, you, you do the spell check, you put it in your archive, you put it on social media, you send it to your email list, all those different things. Don't reinvent the wheel every time you create new content. So write out a workflow for the total creation process. You know, it could be something like draft, edit, spell check, publish, archive, post on social media, something like that. Now, if you're doing a recording, the workflow documentation might include outline, rehearse, prepare, record, edit, upload, create graphics and thumbnails, publish, keep an archive of everything, clear out your extra files because you need to delete video files off your hard drive, promote the episodes on social media. So those are the kinds of things that you're going to be doing regularly and you need to be disciplined about that otherwise it won't happen. All right, now that you have put together these four documents and you put them all in that one folder for your content creation plan, congratulations, you have a plan. So far, this plan includes topic idea file, publication schedule, content templates, and workflow documentation. So everything needs to be together in one folder for easy access, and later on you might end up adding some other files to that folder. You're ready to look at the next aspect of how to grow an audience. And that's going to be good networking. It could be an intimidating topic, but for a lot of people this is actually the most fun thing you'll do as it pertains to growing your platform. So that's coming up in the next episode. That is a wrap for this episode. Thank you for listening today, and there is much more to come. I would like to invite you to get personal input on your project from me. You can email me at cody at codylibolt.com, and I would love to talk with you. God bless.